Well, Sean, it's already been a very busy Iowa news day with 11 football players speaking with the Iowa media, as well as Fran McCaffrey, the Iowa head basketball coach. But news never stops in this industry. I think you know that as well as I do. And on, uh, on Tuesday night, more news continued to drop around 7.30. CBS Sports' Matt Norlander uh, quoted and, and said that Iowa is going to play Gonzaga on December 19th in the, San, in the Sanford Pentagon. They're going to be replacing Oregon State. So I, I want to waste no time with the introduction, Sean. Let's really dive in this matchup. I think this is a an absolutely huge addition to Iowa's non-conference schedule. I think uh, with Iowa not participating in a really big multi-team event, there's anticipation that there'll be lesser uh, lesser known opponents rather than the big names. But I think with this, Sean, Fran McCaffrey and the Iowa basketball team is – is really not holding back. They're going right after the number one team in the country by CBS top 25 and one. And uh, it, it, again, it, it kind of took me by shock, but what was, I guess, your first initial reaction to this news? Yeah. I mean, I know like as like media, we're not really supposed to get excited about stuff. So that's kind of the, the stereotype. I mean, just looking at this game and just seeing it pop up, it was kind of like, Whoa, like that's a big time matchup. Like when was the last time Iowa, as a program was playing a team like Gonzaga, not necessarily like a big, I mean, obviously like North Carolina a few years ago was a big game, but Gonzaga is like a number one, number two team coming into the country this year. I mean, CBS sports has them at number one and they've really become like a national brand over the past few years. Like you can debate that they play in a mid-major conference, but they are up there in the high major programs. Like they are up there with them. I mean, I'm not going to say they're on the same, like level as Michigan State, but I mean, over the past two years, like I mean, obviously they had a Final Four appearance a couple of years ago. Had some have some really good NBA players. Kelly Olynyk's one. Nigel Williams Goss has been in and out of the NBA, um, and a few others that come to mind. Um, who who am I thinking of right now? Um, I don't know why his name Who's is the, Rui, uh, Rui, Rui 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 oh, Hachimura. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Rui Hachimura was one of my favorite draft prospects and coming out of college a couple years ago. Um, and, you know, just Mark Few has done a great job with that program. They lost a couple of pieces from last year, but they added a couple – they added their best recruiting class. I mean, I know Iowa fans will remember this name a little bit. Jalen Suggs, five-star of the 2020 class point guard. He's probably going to get a start or get to start this year for them. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of talent up and down this roster. And as a number five team in the country or whatever other publication have, have Iowa as, like, this is the games that you want to play in. Like, you want to play on the national stage. Like, who really cares if there's going to be fans there or not? Like, this is the national stage. It's going to be on national television. Gonzaga, like I said, probably going to be a consistent top ten, top five team in the country this year. And these are the type of games you want if you want to get to that next level. If you want to appeal to some of these recruits that you're going after, if you want to really get that national recognition, these are the types of games you play. So definitely my first reaction when I saw it was like, whoa, like that's a big deal. And just looking into it more, like it's going to be – it's going to be a lot of fun. It was a little bit of a shocker to me, Sean, not the fact that Iowa scheduled Gonzaga, you know, so to speak, but as far as – really going after one of the premier programs in the country. I mean, Gonzaga is going to be a very trendy national title pick. They're already playing Baylor. They're going to be playing a lot of, um, 
you know, very high-end matchups in the non-conference. And for Iowa to add that, I mean, I think we talked about this off the air a little bit, Sean, but this is probably going to be one of the more premier um, – this could be one of the more premier uh, non-conference matchups across all of college basketball. I mean, Iowa obviously going to be a top five, top ten team. I think Gonzaga will be a consensus top three team. But this is going to be a very good test for Fran McCaffrey and their squad. I know Philip Petrusev, uh, a little bit of a shock. I thought he was going to go to the NBA, if, if anything else. But he, he um, is. He's going he liked, overseas. He elected to go overseas instead of return. So, I mean, that was a little bit shocking to me. But, I mean, they got guys, Sean, that, that, that I think will provide a very formidable matchup. They have Corey Kispert back. Uh, he's going to be a senior. He was a 13-point-a-game kind of guy, and I think he's going to be a very uh, popular first-team all-conference pick. I think you look at a guy – I'm I'm going to absolutely butcher his last name, but uh, I'm just going to call Drew, Drew Tim or Drew Time maybe, uh, six foot ten, 235 pounds. He's a guy who I th- they believe uh, could fill Petrusev's role um, in, in the middle, and I think he'll provide Luca Garza a very formidable uh, – matchup but like you said Sean I think this is an absolutely this is just a big addition to Iowa's schedule because right now they're looking at playing Iowa State who who knows what they're gonna look like I know they're not very highly you know looked upon as far as the Big 12 goes but it's an in-state rivalry so we'll see what happens there uh, Iowa's looking at playing Louisville or North Carolina but they still lack that big big second premier matchup and I think that this fits the role perfectly yeah, without a doubt. And I don't I don't even know if Drew Tim or Drew Times give me the matchup for Garza. I mean, Gonzaga has two other big men, Anton Watson and mm-hmm. Omar Balu, who are more I would say like shot blockers or like interior threats when it comes to defense and offense um in the lane. So that'll be interesting. I mean, we could preview that once we get closer. But yeah, I mean we look at the non conference schedule now. You have two to three MTE games which are gonna be in Iowa City. You have Iowa State and now you have Gonzaga and Big Ten ACC Challenge. Like, who knows who that Big Ten ACC Challenge opponent's going to be. And if you get a couple tough high major opponents, like, who knows? Maybe you get a Drake. Maybe you get a Creighton. Maybe you get a Marquette. Maybe you get – I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think think they'd play Iowa State. Um, I believe they're playing somewhere else. But if you get a couple tough regional opponents to play in the MTE – you're looking at a really, really, really tough non-conference schedule, especially if you get a, especially if you get a strong Big Ten ACC, mm-hmm. uh, Big Ten ACC challenge or yeah, challenge opponent. Like who knows who? I mean, I saw. I mean, you wrote about Andy Katz predicted North Carolina for Iowa, and that would I mean I know North Carolina struggled last year, but they bring guys back, and that's a national program. Like that's mm-hmm. a blue blood. Like that, like just, it's just weird. It's just crazy to me to see like from, I know, I know they really didn't have much of a choice this year, but like in terms of like flexibility and like some of the put and some of the matchups, but a couple of years ago, people were crapping on Fran McCaffrey for the schedule that he was putting together in the non-conference slate. And now you put Gonzaga. I mean, Iowa state's always going to be there. Like they're always going to be tough you got two or three MTE games that I think I don't, I mean, we don't really know at this point, but let's just say for now that they're going to be pretty like solid opponents. Sure. And then you got a big 10 ACC challenge game. That's probably going to be tough considering that Iowa's 
pretty hyped up going into the season. So that that's a big difference from a couple of years ago when you were scheduled, when you were playing some really lower tier programs. Like this is this is big. This is big dog territory now. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be very very interesting. No, and you're exactly right, Sean. I think something to keep in mind too is North Carolina. Like you said, they struggled last year. I think they finished fourteen nineteen. Look, North Carolina has the number two class in the twenty in the twenty twenty recruiting class for twenty four seven sports. Three five star guys. Three high four star guys. Um, they're going to be no pushover. And like you said, they're a national program. Roy Williams is a nas- uh, future Hall of Fame coach. Uh, they're going to be looking to get back uh, right to it. So I think if you combine that with Gonzaga, like you said, and you throw in Iowa State and maybe you throw in one more solid program, then you have an MTE. I mean, l- like you said, I know Fran McCaffrey kind of got um, – people People weren't exactly happy with his non-conference scheduling. I think they have to be happy with this addition. I, I don't want to say it was a huge shocker, but again, as far as the number one team, according to CBS's uh, Gary Parish, I-, I think it's a tremendous addition. I personally was hoping that Iowa would find some way to play either Villanova, Baylor, or Gonzaga sometime in the non-conference, but I wasn't sure Fran McCaffrey and Iowa would budge. But but they did. And I think it also shows the type of belief that Fran McCaffrey and, you know, and his staff have in Iowa's program and the players that they brought in because – Keep in mind, depth and veteran leadership, I think, are going to be two important things now more than ever heading in next year. And Iowa is the second most experienced team in the Big Ten next year. You have a fourth-year Luca Garza, a fifth-year Jordan Bohan, a third-year C.J. Frederick, a third-year Joe Wieskamp, a second-year Joe Toussaint. I mean, you go up and down the roster, Sean. I mean, these guys have been around the block. They want to play against the best of the best. And all offseason, we've heard from guys like Luca, uh, like C.J. on the Swarmcast, say they want a Big Ten and national championship. They want to be respected, and they're going to work for nothing less to achieve that goal. Uh, This is backing up their words. And it it is really interesting, I guess, the timing of all this, Sean, because we got a chance to catch up with um, Frank McCaffrey earlier today. He gave no indication that they were on the verge of coming up with something big because from the last time I heard, Sean, last week he was on a podcast or maybe two weeks ago, uh, with Blue Ribbon publication there, did a podcast them. He acted like they were still going to play Oregon State. So this is something that I think has come through uh, fairly quickly, and I, I think it was a massive addition to Iowa's non-conference schedule. Yeah, without a doubt. And like I said before, like now it's time to back up it up. Now it's time to back up the hype. So it's definitely going to be a lot different this year. I mean, who knows what it'll be fans-wise. But, I mean, as a whole, I'm just happy to see these two types of teams play because – Based on last year, I mean, these are two pretty similar teams. Like, Gonzaga was kind of middle of the road defensively. I mean, Iowa was obviously a step lower than them. But offensively, like, these two teams are probably going to be two of the most efficient offenses in the country. And Mm -hmm. this is a game that could probably be one of the more entertaining ones, too, in terms of tempo and just how many points both teams score on the board. I mean, if you're a fan of defense, like I don't think you're going to want to watch this game because Gonzaga was the number one adjusted offensive efficiency team in the country last year per Ken Palm, and I think Iowa was top five um, in that court, in that category. And I think Gonzaga was like – they were like third or seventh or something. They were top five in like three-point percentage, like two-point percentage, like effective field goal percentage last year. I mean, obviously they lose a couple of key pieces, but they bring back a couple solid guys on the roster. Um, and plus that freshman class too, that's supposed to be pretty impressive. So 
it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm I'm interested to see how Iowa matches up here. I don't love the matchup right away, but I think as we get into it more, we'll get a better feel for kind of the breakdown of how the game's gonna, how the game's gonna go, and how we can give really a better scout of it. And, and the thing is, too, Sean. I mean, Iowa will be a couple games in by then. I mean, they'll be at least maybe four or five games in at least at that time frame. Maybe more if they do the Big Ten games uh, in early December, which I'm not quite sure if they're going to do that. But we'll have a better idea of that team. And I'll say this. I hate overanalyzing non-conference games as far as how how will they fare in the NCAA tournament. But, I mean, based on all publications, taking a step back from all of it, Sean, this is a potential Final Four matchup with, with Gonzaga in Iowa. And, again, we'll see what Iowa actually is when the games start. But as far as rankings go and everything like that, I really do think we'll see – a measure of where Iowa stacks up because keep in mind Gonzaga may not be a power five you know power five power six program they are a very nationally acclaimed program Mark Few is I think one of the best coaches in college basketball they've won 30 or more games in the past four seasons uh so this is I I think is top tier of a non-conference matchup as you can get yeah no without a doubt it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm. I know we still have football season stuff. But like, I just cannot wait for basketball. <laughs> it, I'm in the same boat. It's gonna be really interesting, especially when we start covering uh, football and basketball. And Sean, I thought about this too. And again, this isn't something just to hype up. Uh, that's uh, the game between Gonzaga and Iowa is supposedly scheduled for. Again, this is not finalized. But Matt Norlander from CBS Sports is a very highly credited uh, college basketball. A reporter, December 19th, Sean, that's the same date as the Big Ten Championship. If Iowa makes it the Big Ten Championship and they have Gonzaga that night, I mean, you're talking about, you know, if you're a fan of the team or a fan of the university, I mean, that's about as dream of a night as you can possibly get, a birth in the Big Ten Championship and a matchup with it. You know, I think what probably will be at least a top three opponent when that time comes. So, Again, I'm, it's be, I'm sorry, Dave. I don't think anyone's beaten Ohio State this year. Oh, no, I'm not saying they're going to beat them. I'm saying that's still the game, though. I mean, it, you know, right. as right. far as a back-to-back, as far as a night goes, and, and I'm in the same boat as you, I think Ohio State wins the national title. That's my way – I'd say way too early prediction, but we're only a couple weeks out. I think Ohio State, if they get in the playoff, I think they finish the job this year. Um. But, you know, if you're a fan of the university and you're a fan of all that, especially post all this, I mean, if you get a Big Ten championship berth and you get a top five, top ten uh, college basketball matchup, that's going to be uh, quite a night, to say the least. But like you said, I know you did a first look article on Gonzaga, HawkeyeInsider.com. Uh, really good stuff from that. Uh, we're going to have much more coverage, obviously, as the as the game gets closer. But we have football season here in a couple weeks, so – Coverage is not going to slow down whatsoever, and it's, it's going to be really exciting, Sean. I think that this is just, you know, given everything that's happened in the past six months, I really do think that this is a nice uh, re- refreshing change, I should say. And it, not, not some sense of normalcy, but the excitement continues to build over the potential uh, Iowa football and Iowa basketball season. Yep, without a doubt. So we're going to wrap this up here, but again, we've got plenty more coverage at HawkeyeInsider.com. David Eichel, again, with Sean Bach, part 24-7 Sports. Be sure to check us out for the latest and greatest and most in-depth coverage of your Iowa Hawkeyes. Thanks for listening.